Hey guys, welcome to the Leadership to Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Neil D'Souza, as always, and we are always bringing you amazing, amazing guests, high-powered individuals, and today is no different. Our guest today is an award-winning keynote speaker, business coach, executive coach, corporate trainer, and a podcast of the year recipient. He speaks and coaches at events all over the world. His passion is to elevate businesses and entrepreneurs to achieve their true potential. Through training, coaching, programs, and Daniel has empowered his clients to achieve epic success in their personal and professional lives. Our guest today, Daniel Gomez. Daniel, great to have you on the show. Neil, man, I'll tell you what, I ate some Wheaties this morning. I'm ready to just add some value to your audience. And I was like, I was you, I was hearing you read that. I'm like, man, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That so is many times you. in life, it takes somebody else to read our bio to really grasp mm -hmm. it sometimes. Because you know what? One thing I realized, I'm going to drop some value right off the bat, right? So many times oh, people don't believe it for themselves and they don't celebrate themselves the way they should, Neil. And I think mm -hmm. that that's one huge thing that keeps us from attracting wealth because if you don't celebrate what you do you're going to repel it and by you reading that i'm like man i need to celebrate myself even more i think <laughs> yes. yes yes you know what uh, i'm gonna say this show is gonna i'm gonna dedicate the show to my friend joe joe listen up to what uh what we create on this show what daniel is sharing what he's already shared uh because i was literally just talking with joe about this very same thing where you know, so many people can have this, what do they call it? Imposter syndrome where they're like, oh, I'm not really that. Because at the end of the day, we all put our pants on the same way. And, you know, when you're in the bathroom, you're in the bathroom by yourself most of the time, unless you've got <laughs> young kids, you know. Um, and, and so sometimes all those things in the back can creep in and really try to tell you, you, you know, a whole different story. What do you, I, I'd love to get your input when, when you're talking to someone and I know there's a lot of people that, Hey, I haven't done anything yet. And, and they're in that sort of boat, but then there's the people who are actually doing stuff and they still are like, uh, I, I don't know. They don't know this art as you're talking about it of acknowledgement. Yeah. So, so. Great, great, great way to start off the show. So one thing I want your audience, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to get out a pen and paper first of all. Get out a pen and paper because me and Neil are going to drop some massive notes and I want you to retain this and come back and watch Neil's episode, not once, but twice, right? So many times we watch something just to watch. You know, I want you to watch Neil's episode and I want you to take wisdom away from what he's going to speak about and we're going to talk about. And then you're going to learn and grow from this. So the main thing, Neil, is this, right? Is, is we focus to where we're going so much that we never focus on, look back and say, Wow, I came that far. It's kind of like running, right? I was running this morning, and as, as I was jogging, I was looking where I was going, and I was like, man, I was tired. But I look back, and I said, man, I've already ran almost all these miles. And it's the same thing in business. It's the same thing in our success. We, 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 we are so hard on ourselves because we, don't, we haven't arrived at one of the destinations that we want to reach. And then we look back, and we're like, oh, man, I haven't done this. I haven't done that. No, like, look at how far you've come. And that was true for myself. When, when I started speaking, the, the, right off the back, I was able to speak to the United States Air Force and that really catapulted me as a speaker. And then I was able to speak on live on stage with Tom Bilyeu and then Alex Stern, some major influencers, and then Les Brown. But then even, even after that success, Neil, I was still like, haven't arrived yet, right? I was still beating myself up. Yeah. So I want to tell your audience this, don't look at where you're still going to. Look at how far you've come. Take a moment to reflect back and say, wow, you know what? I've done this in January, since January. I've done this since last year. And when you really look back and look at your successes, man, you celebrate yourself and you feel better about yourself and you're less likely to beat yourself up. Because the thing is this, if, if, if you don't take time to reflect, reflect back and really be grateful for what God's given you, how do you expect to really go to the next level if you haven't even passed the test in the first level? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so I was just speaking 
at a conference not that long ago, earlier this year, with Grant Cardone. We were talking about that before the camera came on, um, or before we started recording. And one of the things that I shared with people is, you know, everyone wants to talk about what I what what have you done? And I said, you know, is that important? Absolutely. But I want you to see who I am. And in in the same way of what you're sharing, I think sometimes we we just don't take the time to look at, we're always looking down the road at who we want to be, who we want to be. I want to do this. I want to get that, that we don't take the time to just go, who am I being? Who am I here today, right? Every single day, taking that that time to, actually, I just had someone call me early. To, hey, how's it going? Um, and I was like, you know what? I don't know. Hang on a second. Let me see. Yeah, going good. Because by and large, I'm like, I'm going through my day. I'm doing my stuff. I'll evaluate the day at the end of the day. I got no time to worry about the ups and downs. I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm being who I'm being and and everything else falls into place. And so I'm sort of hearing something as you're sharing. I'm hearing, hey, it's great to be looking up the road at where we want to go. But we each one of us need to take that time to recognize how far we've come. Yeah, and there's two things I want to touch base on that because, right, I'll just give an example of what you said. You just came from this epic event. You shared the stage with Grant Cardone yeah. and, and a major influencer. I've shared the stage with Tom Bilyeu, John Maxwell. And, and what happens is these events, this is for everybody. Why I want you to I want you to write this down. The energy is so high, right? The energy is so high that it's it's amazing and you're on cloud nine and then you're there for two days now right because usually these conferences are friday and saturday and then right you're flying high and then all of a sudden sunday you're you're coming back home to your home state or your home country and then by monday is where the self-sabotage comes yeah because the energy level that you were at here now the dip begins yeah. and then you're alone by yourself you're not surrounded by amazing people like neil and when you're alone, that's when the self-sabotage comes in that you say, I'm not good enough. I don't belong at this real estate conference. Who am I to be on stage with Grant Cardone? Who am I to be on stage with, with Tom Billy? Who am I to be on stage with John Maxwell? And, and we self-implode. And, and because we're so, right, when we're by ourselves, that's where most of self-sabotage happens. This is one of the main reasons because we don't love ourselves and we don't really value ourselves the way we should because now there's no one around us. We're by ourselves at home. And I tell you this because I personally experienced this when I was younger, right? I, I had a bad, I had a bad internal crash. I would call it in, in 2018 because coming back from speaking with Tom Bill, you major, right? Spending time with him. He had just right. His billion, his company had just hit a billion. He was one of the impact there. He was one of the big podcasts. And then next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm home alone. And then no one's around me and the energy level just, I had never experienced that. And I want to let people know whenever you leave a big conference or a big get together where the energy is super high, write that down, be aware of the dip because you're going to feel unsettled. You're going to feel uneasy. And then you're going to want to argue with your wife. You're going to want to argue with your husband. You're going to want to fire an employee because it's the internal that is not at peace and that's where the insecurities start to arise right because when you're with everybody at the event you're having fun the energy's high the energy's dead but then it's because this is a question i want to ask you ladies and gentlemen who are you when you're home alone who are you when it's just you and the gentleman in front of you or the woman in front of you your reflection who are you when you're alone yes yes Absolutely. Guys, listen up, write that down, write down that question, ask yourself. You know, one of the things that I like to do, uh, Daniel, I, Dan, Daniel, I, do you prefer to go by Daniel or Danny? Daniel's good. My wife Daniel, doesn't like right. Danny. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> That's the old Daniel. guy. That's the old guy from Listen, da Daniel in the lion's den, Ooh. my man, you know? Uh, so, uh, you know, Daniel, one of the things that I really love to promote to people, and guys, you guys have heard me say this, is you want to be able to look in the mirror and be happy with that person that you see. And that comes from every day being authentic, being genuine, 
you say you're going to do something, do that thing. Even if it's the one thing that you do that day, you do that and you can look in the mirror and go, I, I did that. Yes, this is who I am. And I, I think that's, you know, because that road to whatever it is you're trying to achieve is, can be a long road. And so you've got to be able to every day be able to look at yourself and go, hey, I'm happy with who I'm being and happy with who I'm becoming. Well, well the truth is this. this is, the truth is this is, is write this down. Drop, drop some tooth bomb, truth there, bombs. There's always going to be a gap. There's always yes. going to be a gap from where you are and where you want to be. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm going to give you a great analogy and it's going to anchor it right now. So everybody knows yeah. the sunset, right? Everybody knows the sunset. So whenever you see a sun, you're going to see it differently because now you're going to start being kinder to yourself because of the sun. From where you are to the horizon of the sun, where the sun is setting, no matter where you're at, you can walk to the sunset. You can run to the sunset. You can get on your bike and drive to the sunset, but you're never going to reach the sunset because there's always going to be a gap. Right. No matter how fast you go, even if you get in a jet, the sunset's going to elude you because there's always going to be that gap. Yeah. And there's always going to be a gap from where you are to where you want to be because we're created to multiply and reproduce, right? That's just, that's who we are as human beings where we're created to grow. So I share this with you because be kind in the fact that there's always going to be a gap. Enjoy the present moment. And yes, you want to strive for more, but don't kill yourself at the cost of greed, at the cost of ambition, at the cost of your family. One of the biggest things that I did, Neil, is... I right five years ago, I almost lost my wife to breast cancer because I was running multi-million dollar organizations doing very well. Our house was paid off. We had money in the bank. And all of a sudden we get this knock at the door and that knock is breast cancer. Now my title, my prominence, everything that I had worked hard for, it couldn't save me. I couldn't write a check. I was put in a position where only God could help me. And it brought me to my knees. I mean, literally brought me to my knees. And I learned quickly in 2017, transitioning to 2018, that I had to change and I had to do things differently. And I had to rearrange all my priorities, right? It was always business, family, maybe, and then God were there, right? The, the bottom. And I quickly learned that, no, it's God, then family, and then business. And that's why we've been able to double in 2020, 2021. 2022 was a record-breaking year. And right now, we already surpassed what we made last year. And it's because I prioritize my life, God, family, then business. Because if you don't honor, right, think about this. You, you want to know who not to do business with? <laughs> don't, do business. don't do business with the man that is cheating on his wife. Because if he's cheating on his wife, he's going to cheat on you. Is that again? Mm. If you do business with the man or woman that's cheating on their spouse, they're going to cheat on you. And they're not going to be told. If they, imagine they lay in bed with this person night in, night out. And they're breaking promises to them. What makes you think they're going to keep their word to you? Because it's all about character and maturity. Yeah. And so many of us, we don't, we, we don't realize that. And, and these are things that I had to mature in myself, Neil. And by no means am I saying have I been perfect my whole life. But there was, a, there was a, a moment where I really had to look inside Daniel. And as a man, forgive myself for the way I treated my wife, for the way I was sometimes as a father. Yes, I provided the cars, the iPhones, the latest toys. But sometimes your wife and your kids just want dad. They just want a hug. They just want to, I love you. And, and, and we were so ambitious to go to that next level that we were failing, right? You can be a seven, a seven figure business owner, an eight figure business owner, but it doesn't freaking matter if you're a six figure dad, if you're a six figure mom, what good does it do you to have an eight, $9 million business? And then, right. You're not even yeah. providing that type of value to your own kids. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is one of the challenges that a lot of men face when it when it comes to career and business is that they, you know, that pendulum swings so far because we're striving to try to achieve to do. There's something in us that wants that goal achievement that it comes at the sacrifice of our of our spiritual relationship and our family relationships for sure. And I've definitely seen that in my own life. And it's it's something that I, I still have to watch myself on, even after recognizing it, growing from it. And I have to be, because that's one of the things I've realized is if I'm not 
present to it, then by default, I'm going to move into these other areas. It We tend to move into areas where we feel like we're being successful. Yeah. And if you don't feel like, you know, because who's kidding who? Sometimes with teenagers and kids and whatever, you're like, oh, man, I... I, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I'm really advancing that I'm achieving, but that's a much longer game. And, you know, to really build that in family, you've got to be investing, investing, investing in them. And oftentimes you don't really see that fruit for in their lives till much later. And you, for me, I didn't realize the loss until much later. And once you once you get to that point, yeah. you can't go back and redo, right? It, it's rare. So 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 when I wrote my book in in, in twenty twenty one, the makings of a millionaire mind, I didn't want to write it because there was still some healing I had to do in in the inside of myself. And and in the book, I definitely talk about the financial aspect and what's your relationship with money. Do you know what your financial set point is? But really, what I want people to understand because I, I coach many many successful business owners. I, 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 I hang around a lot of millionaires and multimillionaires that are not happy, are not fulfilled, and they have a false self-confidence. And they think because they have a certain bank account that that's where their confidence comes from. But inside, guess what happens? They self-implode. They self-implode. So when I wrote the book, I put a totally different twist on it to where is, is right. There's a, there, a, there's a spiritual element to the book, but B, it's the person you're becoming on the journey of becoming a millionaire, a multimillionaire, because you have to develop that character, right? I call it the journey of becoming, you know, and in our book, I describe that in the makings of a millionaire mind is the journey of becoming of who you're meant to be the real you. And when, and when you grow and you become this human being, that's able to handle that level of success, that level of wealth, and you truly find the balance, right? I talk about the six pillars you got. You got your, the financial pillar, you got the business pillar, you got the relational pillar, you got the health pillar, you got the spiritual one, and then you got your intellectual. And when you really find a, a good balance, and there's never going to be a perfect balance, but when there's when, when you're there and you're growing and feeding every single one of those little by little every day, then there, that's where the happiness is. That's where the fulfillment is. Because the thing is this, is that there's many people that I've coached that have been wealthy but they're miserable. Yeah. And, and, and no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that money doesn't buy happiness because money does sure make things a lot easier. Let me tell you, right. You need money to pay employees. You need money yeah. for payroll without no revenue. We saw what happened in 2020. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is we have the wrong approach, the wrong mindset. We've been thought to believe that, man, if I get this level of wealth and success monetarily, money wise, everything's going to be great. No, that's one aspect of it. The other huge aspect of it is the spiritual. So when you combine the spiritual with the monetary, then that's where the peace happens. And that's where your life and your business starts to explode. Because now when you really realize, man, I have the power to create wealth every day. I have the power to create revenue every day. Like you have that power, but you focus so much and you worry so much about this because you're not happy inside yourself that you, you, you focus on that lack, that scarcity and limitation. So you're drawing in that scarcity and the lack from this other side because you're you're you've never dealt with that and you're it's it's kind of like it's kind of like having an empty like a beautiful nice sports car Lamborghini Bugatti million dollar car in your front yard it doesn't do us any good Neil right would you agree if it was empty with no gas <laughs> <laughs> yep right and and, yep. and sometimes. We're that, we're that person. Yeah. We're empty in the inside. So it doesn't matter what we do. We, we can't go anywhere because we don't have the right fuel. Oh, this is such, this is such good stuff. You know, okay. I've got to ask this question. So, cause I hear this and you know, you guys listening, watching, you're maybe wondering this as well. So Daniel, I know that, I, I hear from people where they'll say, you know, I, I feel like I'm already there. I feel like I'm already a millionaire, but for some reason, the results don't seem to follow. My bank account hasn't caught up. When, 
when you hear people that talk like that, what's your what's your thought process? Where do you where do you go first? Well, there's there's two things that I would I would bring to the table on this. And great question, thank you for that. First of all, I believe that, right? Because I that's what I teach, right? You got to think like a millionaire before you become a millionaire. You got to yeah. think like a multimillionaire before you become one. Yeah. The problem is is this is that is is that we have a radish, and then we have an oak tree. Okay, radish and an oak tree. A radish and an oak tree. And, and the problem is with with Instagram and Facebook and all these other little social media platforms that everybody wants to be the radish, right? Somebody pops up overnight. They have the nice okay. car, right? A radish grows to, right? In six to eight weeks, a radish is fully developed. And if you don't know what a radish is, we can call it an onion too. Same thing. So, 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 so the radish grows from the time we plant it, six to eight weeks. Now it's, it's a full blown radish at six to eight weeks and then it dies. Nice. But do you want to be the radish or do you want to be the oak tree that takes longer to grow, a hundred years old, and but your roots are going to be deeper, stronger than that of the radish. And most people see the radishes pop up here. We all see the radishes. Many of those radishes are gone during COVID because they didn't have the root system. So we're comparing ourselves, right? God wants us to be the oak tree. We're comparing ourselves to the radish. And then we self-sabotage and we say, well, when it's never going to happen to me. And it's that inner dialogue that we believe in. So yeah. right away we plant, it's like we plant that seed and you and I both know any farmer that goes out there and plants a seed and then they go pull the seed up. There's not going to be any fruit. Yeah. And that's what happens. <laughs> we, we Go check on it every day. Yeah. Let's go pull it out. Oh, no, so, not so, yet. Yeah. So we pull out our own fruit. We self-sabotage ourselves. And, and how do we do that? We say stuff like this. This ain't ever going to work, man. I'm wasting mm. my time, man. It's happening for Neil and Daniel, but it's never going to happen for me. So then what happens is we start speaking this into existence, right? So this is a second part of the answer. Cause this is what a lot of entrepreneurs do. Cause I coach them through this, write this down. Ladies and gentlemen, start stops. How many start stops are you having within a quarter? How many start stops are you having within a year? What do I mean by that? Okay. During COVID, a lot of people went to work from their homes. So there's a lot of start stops throughout the day because you got kids, you got that. But once you get momentum going, we'll just say January of 2023. How many start stops have you had since January 2023? How many, how many times have you started something and then you stop because you just feel unworthy of doing it? Or you start something and then, right, you, you break up with your girlfriend or you break up with your boyfriend and it just, it happens, right? Or you, or you start something and then, a child gets sick and these are all valid points, but you completely stop all your momentum. So you got Neil that's still going, right? Neil never stopped. Neil, Neil had a daughter that was in the hospital. Neil had a family member that he lost, right? He, and true life scenarios, right? Somebody passed away, but Neil didn't stop in, in, in February. He's still going. So now it's already March. That person goes back to January again, mentally and beginning because they lost all the momentum. And now Neil's is compounding and Neil doesn't stop. And then you got this person starts again, they're getting the momentum and all of a sudden they get a big contract and they're excited. And all of a sudden they lose a, they lose a big client. Neil's still going right. Momentum's compounding. So Neil never stops. This person starts, stops, starts, stops. So he never gets to where he needs to be. And I see that all the time. I've been in business 20 years. Okay. Well, tell me, let's talk, write, write this down. Talk to me about your timeline. What's your timeline? People never really look at their timeline. Okay. You've been in business five years, six years. What have you really done in, in, in that time frame of business? And, 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 and I'll give you my own walk, right? As I started speaking, my first book came out, you were born to fly. And I almost self-sabotage. I almost didn't write this because I felt unworthy of it, right? Imposter syndrome said, sitting like you spoke about. And then, but I, I, still, I still kept going. I've never stopped. Next thing you know, the book with Grant Cardone came out. We were supposed to be there in Toronto in 2020, right? I kept going. COVID happened. I lost $50,000 in paid speaking engagements like that. What do I do? God gave me the idea. Start Daniel Gomez inspire show what do i know about podcasting you know, who's going to listen to my show right i had never done that all these things 
but I still keep going, right? I don't stop. I don't, I don't lose my momentum. Then he goes, start sticker shock. I'm like, sticker shock? What sticker shock? I, this true story. I called my publisher. I said, man, I got this download during prayer. He goes, what is it? I said, you don't even want to know. He goes, what? I go, we're going to start a speaking academy called sticker shock. I love it. Let's do it. You know what I thought he was going to tell me, Neil? I was, I was hoping he would tell me this. You're stupid. You're crazy. It's COVID. It's 2020. Like, what are you thinking? No one's going to come. Let's do it, right? Because by that time, March, April, by, by May, everybody was already tired of being at home. Everybody was already crazy with their kids. And I mean, we love our kids, but by that time, you're already home for 60 days. I don't want to be home anymore. I said, we'll have a July 27th. We had over 20 people during COVID fly into San Antonio, Texas, that were excited to get out of their country, get out of California, get out of their state. And I didn't have an intention of doing it again. But I had already booked the conference room for next March because we have our own business events. Well, guess what? Second Sticker Shock. Now, Sticker Shock is one of the highest producing speaking academies for us. I mean, it's made as well over a million dollars just the brand itself. We trademarked it and everything. But the thing is this. I never stopped even during COVID. Yeah. The momentum built. Wow. Then Millionaire Mind came and I was, again, I almost self-sabotaged because you and I both know People don't want to talk about money. Oh, Neil's just greedy. Neil's selfish. Neil just thinks about Daniel, right? Daniel. So I didn't, I stopped writing it. And then my wife came to me one day and says, look, God wants you to finish the book. Like he's not asking you to finish it. I started the book reluctantly. I kept going with the book. Spoke on stage with John Maxwell. Over 300 live entrepreneurs. It was amazing in Atlanta. We sold out of our other book. This book wasn't even created yet. It was just a mock-up with the book cover. I told my assistant, can you sell the mock-up? Yeah. Now we came back to San Antonio, 75 pre-orders. I was committed to finish the book now. But imagine if I wouldn't have, right? I bet on myself. Now the, the book became an online program, which we've sold thousands. And we've just had our, our we've had three live boot camps now, the makings of a millionaire mind. Or we bring, we bring, right? I teach a big part of it, but we bring in other multimillionaires to speak on how their perspective of, of the millionaire mind to them is. And we haven't hit a million yet in revenue off of this brand. I'm not going to lie to the audience, but it's produced close to, we, we already broke half a million in revenue already with the book and everything associated with the brand. We're trademarking that. We trademarked that already. But my point is that I've been consistent 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 but it all comes from right it all comes from this is where this is where most many people mess up on this my main stream my main focus is my speaking the trunk of my tree is speaking and that's what i focus on and that's the engine that produces the books the podcasting the speaker academy shield of faith coaching and then our millionaire mind brand. Everything else is just a runoff of that, of the speaking. But it started with the speaking that I focused on to create. And so many people, they water down the projects they're trying to start because they don't have the focus. You got to build one strong tree trunk. And then from there, the branches come off. Yeah. And everybody wants to have a little branch here and there. And it doesn't work that way. So it's not sustainable. <laughs> That's true. You know, I, I'll say I was in my 30s before. It really hit my my mom. Mom, if you're listening to this, understand this is actually a good thing. I, my mom always used to say you're you're that I was stubborn as a mule, and and it you know she'd say that say that say that, and I wasn't in. It wasn't until I was in my 30s that I realized that that's just another way to say that I'm determined, like. I'm going to, I thought, oh, maybe this isn't a negative thing. Maybe I'm the turtle and the, and the hare, you know, the turtle and the rabbit. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm just the turtle. Okay. That's who I am. I'm going to be the turtle. And, and then I started and it's what you're saying, guys, I hope you're listening. Cause what Daniel's saying right now is so true that if you just keep moving if you just stay consistent because all those years before you start stop start stop 
each time, and then you've got to sort of start over again. Not completely from all the way back, but you have to start over again, start over again, start over again. Whereas if you just keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, and and then before you know it, you've the rabbit's way back there, the hare's way back there. You've passed them up, and you're still going. You've got not just one book, not just two books, three books. You've spoken all around, uh, all all over the place with so many different people, and you've been able to impact so many different people. When you look back, like we said early on, when you look back, you realize, oh my goodness, this is how far we've come just by that consistent effort. And uh, absolutely, I, what you're saying resonates with me. And guys, I hope that's resonating with you as well. Uh, that's definitely one of the truth bombs. Yeah, um, that, and this is the thing that, that our era right now is, is, is facing. I just went, one of our clients had a booth at 8% Nation here in Dallas. It was a big conference. Eric Thomas was the keynote one day and Brad Lee came in the other day. And um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just to go support as I went in as a, just an attendee. And I had some books there because my client goes, hey, put some books on our vendors table. I, I, I because of, right, because of my consistency, people recognize me. Right. But, but, th but this is what I want you to understand is that is that when you you don't have to have a big social media following i don't have a huge social media following you don't have to have hundreds of thousands of followers ladies and gentlemen you just have to have the right followers you just have to have the right followers yes and and if you're looking for the numbers just to be massive just because you want to feed your ego you want to feed your insecurities you're doing it for the wrong reasons mm. and and i just do it to where i put my messages out there and I'd rather I'd rather attract a thousand of the right people than a hundred thousand of the wrong people because those thousand of the right people got me to where I'm at. Yeah. So just so like I said, my my client was there, so we I put some books out there, and some ladies bought some books, and she took a picture on 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 posted it. She goes, "He's there, he's there at the conference. Tell him I said hi, and and I, I've been following that guy, and you're really there with them." And it was it was amazing, right? But but this is what I want you to understand is is people are watching you and you don't even realize it. Stop worrying about the likes. Stop worrying about the outcomes of your posts. Just freaking post. You can never have too much exposure. You can never have too much content out there. And just because there's not engagement, yes, you want a little bit of engagement. I get it. I understand that. But don't worry about these big numbers because the people that are going to hire you, one thing that I've learned this, Neil, is, is, is over 50% of the people that hire me have never engaged on my content. They've watched it. They've watched it. But they'll send me a message to the bank link on, on LinkedIn or on Instagram or on Facebook. Hey, yeah. and can we have a conversation? Sure, we can. And you know what they say? I've been watching you for a couple of months. I've been watching you for a year. A year? I'm like, what? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Guys, you guys have heard me say this. I'm, I'm going to echo what Daniel's saying right now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, listen up. I've told you guys this. I have, I've, I've got my TikTok and all this kind of stuff. And Daniel, I have people that just call me up. They don't even say who they are. They just start talking to me as as if and i'm like i'm supposed to know this person the way they're speaking to me and then and then we're into the conversation and i'm like i'm sorry who is this and and they say oh uh i'm jeanette i'm john i'm whoever i've been watching your stuff your tiktoks for a year now and i want to i you know i want to uh, get into this investment. I want to, you know, I've got some money. I want to do this stuff. I, and they start exactly what you're saying. And so if you didn't believe me, you got Danielle <laughs> Gomez on the show right now. Whoa, baby, let's go. Woo! <laughs> Telling you, write it down, get to it. Stop with the, uh, with the whining and complaining. <laughs> Start getting consistent. Start 
for for those of you, Joe, Joe, you're listening. I know you've been talking about this stuff. Start dropping them. Start yeah. dropping them on TikTok. Start getting them. Get it on social media, and start building up building up that content because people want to interact. You've got to put yourself out there for people to be able to interact with you. Well, well think about this. What, what, what comes to mind, and most people don't realize this because they just they they don't right. You don't know what you don't know. I didn't know what today's pick on Joe Day. So Joe, Joe, anytime. Just, just shout out to Joe. Yeah. All right. So, so, so that platform that I use that people don't even realize there's, there's, there's two platforms that most people don't realize, but they give you great SEO content. Pinterest. Pinterest has the highest household income for as far as for per member. What I mean by that is somebody who was going to be a, on, on Instagram, we'll just say that the, the, their income is going to average, say, 40,000 on Pinterest, the average, the, the average income on Pinterest is 70,000 plus, right? 70, 75,000. Really? But they give you great SEO. So when you build a boards out, they give you great SEO. That's one great. And then you got another one, Alignable. Alignable is all this, but people pay, people pay. I'm saying this, ladies and gentlemen, because maybe you're a young entrepreneur and so you're getting calls, do Google, do this. I, I became the number one motivational speaker in San Antonio. Then my ranks are going up in South Texas, right? In in free because I knew I know how to leverage SEO. I never paid for any ads on Google, but and and the, every post you put on Pinterest, it gives you an SEO. Every and all these posts you put on Facebook, it gives you an SEO. All these things give you an SEO. So the more you post, the more you put on YouTube. And, and and this is I'm gonna give y'all a hack. This is a hack. Ooh, right, All right. I'm writing. So the the way the way I be I came out of nowhere in San Antonio was most people just put a title to their YouTube video, which is it's good, but okay, but that doesn't come up on SEO. When you put Daniel Gomez inspires motivational keynote speaker, San Antonio. Now Google sees all that, and guess who owns YouTube? Google. So guess who's going to pick it up? Google. Yeah. So yeah. whenever you do a YouTube video, make sure you put your full name your, and then you put what you're doing because it's right. If somebody Googles Neil real estate investor, Toronto area or Toronto, then who guess who's going to come up under Toronto investors if they Google real estate investors, Neil. Wow. See, wow. that's, a, that's, a, that, that's, 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 People pay thousands for that information, and I'm giving it to you here only on the Wealth Leadership Podcast. Come on, man! I'm giving. Come you on! This is stuff. Come on! Class, but 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 when you understand that when you're consistent every day, every day, yeah. I've 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 been I think I've been on LinkedIn now. I'm close to seventeen thousand followers, and I remember the day. True story. I'm going to be totally transparent here. I cried because I was frustrated because on Facebook I was getting engagement. LinkedIn crickets. I posted for six months, no engagement, nothing. I said, God, I guess, man, I guess, I guess I missed this one. Right? I don't know. Like I was just frustrated and it was around that six month mark. Eight, nine came around all of a sudden. I didn't give up. I wanted to, I almost did. I really, I really, I really teared up just out of anger and frustration now, but I kept going. And all of a sudden, one of my posts just exploded. It got like 75 likes on LinkedIn. And that's like, I don't even get that all the time now. Right. We'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get, we, we get it now on, on a lot of our content. But back then that was like, wow. And that just gave me the right. Cause I was ready. I had matured. My character was there. Yeah. And, and now we have a huge following on LinkedIn and that's where a lot of our clients come from too. Yeah. The coaching. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just the other day we did a book publishing deal because right now since we we do we do our speaking academy, a lot of the speakers want a book. So now, um, a big part of our division is book publishing. So we have our own book publishing division now, where we've published a lot of books. So it's just, but you got to put yourself out there and not care what people say, and don't worry about the outcome of the likes. Post. I challenge you watching this 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 amazing show right now with me and Neil. You learned this on the Leadership Wealth Podcast. Post at least three times a day on every single one. I guarantee you, if you do LinkedIn, 
Instagram, Facebook, and I would put stuff on Pinterest. I guarantee you, if, you, if you're consistent for a year, watch where your business is going to grow. Yes, absolutely. Guys, if, you, uh, if you're ready to take up that challenge, uh, I would say put it in the comments and uh, let us know that you're going to take up that challenge and we'd love to see it. Um, you know, Daniel, I, I love this. Since you're dropping this, I've got to ask because you were, you know, you got accolades even for your podcast. What What have you found is some of the keys for building a podcast? Because people are always saying, oh, I can't start a podcast. I don't know. What am I going to talk about? You know, what do, what do we do? What are some of your keys that you would tell people when it comes to using that medium of communication? You just start where you're at. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you just, I mean, we just rebranded our show, the Daniel Village yeah. Inspire Show. We, I just, I, I was joking about it because now, right, we have one of the top podcasts. But, but, but the thing is, is everything, one thing I want you to understand is everything feeds off of each, everything, ladies and gentlemen. The podcast feeds off of my other successes from speaking and for my books because they hear the name Daniel Gomez Inspire, so it feeds into that. The, my, my podcast wasn't big. People, the one thing I'm going to tell you about when you start a podcast, don't worry about the damn downloads. The downloads are going to come within time. The downloads are going to come as you show up week in, week out. So, mm -hmm. so, so, A, the first thing I would tell you is don't focus on the downloads, Neil. And the second thing is if you made it past 10 episodes on your podcast, you've gone further than most people because most people don't even make it to 10 episodes. That's why when you started on iTunes, Apple wants you to download at least five episodes because they don't want you to start and right. Cause it's a lot of work for them too. Right. So, right. Don't worry about the downloads. Let your goal be to hit at least 20 episodes. That's going to be your goal. And you got to do a podcast episode every single week, every single week. And it doesn't have to be a long hour podcast. Some of my episodes are 30 minutes and some of them are, are an hours, but just, it just depends on, how, how it is that week, but the consistency, we just hit episode and we don't have a lot of episodes, right? Comparing to what a lot of these other top, um, we have about a hundred we're just going to hit 170 episodes, which is we're three years old now, but now we got the big sponsors that are paying us thousands because they see what we're doing. And, but you just got to be consistent. You got to show up every single week, even when you don't feel like doing it, don't worry about the downloads and everything else is going to take care of itself. And start where you're at. I, I had no idea that three years later I was going to rebrand with the Millionaire Mind branding and the colors. Because I, when I first came out, I was wearing a suit, Neil. I was I used to always wear a suit and a tie. Like that was me. And yeah. every time people came to Sticker Shock, they'd be like, "Do I have to wear a suit?" That's right. It's kind of intimidating. So I learned that within time, my my right, you evolve as an entrepreneur, you evolve as a business owner. And all right, I'll wear a jacket like yourself, but I, I I don't wear a tie anymore. I don't wear a suit anymore because people just many people don't relate with that. Right, right. So you you didn't. I think this is important. You didn't fully know who your audience was, who your tribe was, who your community was, but you started building anyways. And as you grew, you realized and connected with. You've been connecting with people that are interested in being a part of that tribe and community. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had the Daniel Gomez inspire show and I just, right. I, I, I knew, I, I knew I was surrounded by great people. So you're mm. watching this podcast with me and Neil, Neil will be, Neil will be more than happy to be a first time guest on your show. Like I, I love doing those because it gets, right. I remember when I had my, I had a good friend of mine, Tony Watley. Like I said, I had spoken with the co-founder from Constant Contact, Alex Stern, billionaire. Yes. I go, hey, man, will you be on my podcast? And and most people are so intimidated. All you have to do is ask, Neil. Yeah. People want to help you. So when I launched, yeah. I had Tony Watley, very successful entrepreneur out of Texas, Alex Stern, billionaire, co-founder of Constant Contact, which is one of the biggest email marketing companies around. Then I had this other friend of mine that I asked her. Then I had this other coach of mine that, that did it. I... uh TEDx speaker. So I surrounded myself with, you know, five decent people that had a real good following. And, but one thing I've noticed is this is, is I, like I just told you, I had Brandon Dawson on my show 
This isn't the highest downloaded show. Sometimes it's 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 the person that you don't think is going to hit because yeah. a they resonate with your audience or b right they they're they're so excited because you gave them a chance to be on your show and not that yeah. I'm anybody spectacular but we have a great show and they just promote the hell out of it to their community and mm. right they take the sh and they help you promote it and it explodes and so you just you just never know so start where you're at yeah. Ask yourself, who are five people I can invite? And you, you surprise yourself. Like we were just at this conference and I spoke and this young gentleman says, man, I just started a podcast. It's it's pretty good, but I, I would like for you to be on my show. Would you do it? And I was like, man, I'm going to do it just because you asked me. <laughs> yeah. But you, know, but you know what he did? He's blowing the hell out of me on Instagram because he has a good following and he's making all these reels and all these stories. And I'm like, my, I don't know. People are following me that I don't even know, but it's, it's just, it's all organic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I got I got to ask some more questions about your you as a speaker or how do you how do you improve as a speaker? Because I know you're always evolving that game. How did you go from not speaking to speaking and and to continually evolving as a speaker? Well, just working on your reps. I coming on your show, just here, getting right talking about new content maybe that I have, like, you don't know if my content's new or not, or what I'm talking about is new. <laughs> yeah, so, no. so, so you gotta be, you gotta put yourself on these podcasts. And for a while I was like, yeah, I don't want to do podcasts. Right. I took a while. I took a break, but I realized, man, I'm only hurting myself, <laughs> right? I'm hurting Daniel yeah. Gomez. So yeah. when you're on these podcasts, you're practicing your reps, you're practicing your content and then go out there and, and, and speak at some of these smaller events, right? Help people out. I always go back there and practice. And one of my big corporate clients, I have a Ford dealership out of Texas. I'm there every month and we have three big sales meetings when I'm there. So guess what? I don't approach it as a huge sales meeting. I approach it as I'm speaking to 10,000 people. That's my approach when I speak. So even though, right, even though we're in this big boardroom in the, in the conference room and we have 50 salespeople in there, no, I treat it like it's an audience of 10,000 people. So I speak like I'm speaking to the auditorium of 10,000 people. I speak like I'm speaking to a stadium and I love it because every time I go, I just, I just practice on my craft. So you always got to think of Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is one of the best golfers in history. Even yeah. at his peak, even at his peak, he was still hitting over 5,000 golf balls a day at his peak. Yeah. You got to get your reps in and people think that it's, yeah. no, you, yes. you, I mean, you, you got to yeah. get your reps in and, and then next thing you know, you're like, Man, I got better, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I, I just spoke in El Paso, a huge conference there, and Andy Elliott was a keynote speaker. Many people went to see him. Yeah, they went to go see Andy Elliott, but you know what? You know who they went? We know who they remember? Daniel Gomez. Boom, <laughs> 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 no, baby! Because that's just right. That's just my approach. You're gonna remember yeah. me. You're gonna like me. Okay, what? Andy, hey, sorry to interrupt before you ask that question. I'm just letting you know we're three minutes to the hour. Yep, perfect. I, I gotta I gotta ask this because everything has been amazing. What what's Daniel, what's something that you might consider a weakness for you right now or something that you're afraid of? Something that you're like, man, here's an area that I'm still working on and 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 I've not gotten my game to where I want to be. The truth is to play even bigger. Yeah. Right now I have more money than I could ever need. And wow. you get satisfied, Neil. True story. I've been, I mean, it's, I, I talk about this every once in a while and I'm honest and, and, and I found myself on a yacht. We had an event with, with Floyd Mayweather. And I told this gentleman, I don't know who he was. I said, man, I'm going to buy me a house like that. One day we were in the Miami Bay and it was, it was beautiful house, beautiful, beautiful house. We went back to the hotel room. I looked at the pictures from the yacht and I said, man, this guy, can't buy that that house my cheeks were chubby i didn't realize how comfortable i've gotten and i hired me a personal trainer this was a this was towards the end of, of 2021 like in october i said reggie come over i need you reggie came over he's been with me ever since because i knew this is what happened this is the thing neil i was going to the gym i was working now but i was just going through the motions I wasn't being pushed anymore because I was content. I was satisfied. Yeah. 
Reggie yeah. came and pushed me to another level of my workouts. I'm going to look, I'm going to be 50 years old. I'm not showing up, but Hey, I'm in pretty good shape for 50 years old. I'll be 50 in October. And next thing you know, like a year and a half went by, I was doing great. And guess what? Yeah. Now we hit another level. So I told Reggie, great. You're coming three times a week. I need you four times a week because I got lazy again. I got satisfied. Yeah. When you get satisfied, you get complacent. That's when that's when you start taking shortcuts or you're not as hungry. And the coach that I just hired, um, I love him, good friend of mine, right? And he's he's activating that desire in me again to go out there and to play bigger because you get selfish and you think about yourself. And yeah. that's why I'm on the Neil show, right? I'm here with you because I don't want to be selfish. I want to add value to people. Yeah. And so that's it. It's just it's to play bigger, to really to, to do it because it's okay to make millions and millions of dollars more, but yeah. I can help more people on the back end that maybe can't afford to come to our event and we can give them a scholarship to come or somebody that maybe can't afford my coaching and you just help one person along the way. So it's, it's really to give back. So it, for me, it's, it's not, it's, it's getting, it's not being complacent when, when I hit those new levels of success, because to be honest with you, it's happened to me twice in the last, um, five and a half years because I've never had this much success. So it, you don't know till you get there. <laughs> it's the wow. truth. You don't know. I mean, you people, you, you don't know. What I talk about in the book is, is this, is that, is that people say money makes you more of who you are. It doesn't, you, it doesn't cause you don't know. Cause you've never had money. How do you know if you don't have money? How can you have money problems? If you have no money, how do you know what money's going to, if, if the average American doesn't have, hundred thousand dollars in a savings account then how do they know that money makes you more of who you are if they've never experienced having a million dollars in their bank account they don't know yeah. yeah so they just go they'd say it because everybody else says it but i can tell you from my own experience is that you do have to protect your heart like i write about in the book you have to protect your heart because sometimes right you you, you tend to think that maybe you're better than other people no god humbles you and then you do have to realize that there's an endless amount of money out there that God wants to give you $80 trillion in America's economics, 80 trillion. There's plenty out there. It's just that we we're, we're, we're taught to believe that there's not enough and we should be, we should be right. Being grateful yeah. is not being lazy. Being grateful is not being content. They're two yeah. different things. Yeah. Wow. Daniel, dropping truth all the way through. I know that you've got to get going, so I want to honor that. I want to honor your time that you've given to us. Guys, please go check out Daniel. and you will put the links below for all the places that uh, we can find you. Uh, Daniel would love to have you on again um, and and hear you share some more. Y you know, you, you just share powerfully about, you know, your own life, your own journey there and where you're headed and what you're working on. And um, you dropped value all the way through. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah. And man, ladies and gentlemen, just reach out to me. Um, Daniel Gomez Inspires on Instagram, on Facebook. And, and email me, Daniel at DanielGomezSpeaker.com. That's Daniel at DanielGomezSpeaker.com. I'll give your audience a complimentary discovery session. If I can help them with one idea, it's free. It's my gift to Neil's audience here. Daniel at DanielGomezSpeaker.com. Send me an email and we'll set up a call. Thank you, Neil. Joe, Joe, you better go do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Daniel. Guys, this has been another amazing episode of the Leadership to Wealth podcast, and we'll see you guys again next week. Mm -hmm.